It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you own a small business, you might be asking yourself, can Tax Act help me do my business and personal taxes? The answer is yes. If the answer was no, it would have been pretty ill-advised of Tax Act to have asked that question in the first place. And Tax Act prides itself on not doing ill-advised things. In conclusion, Tax Act can help small business owners get their personal and business taxes done. Tax Act. Let's get them over with. You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. On the show today, we are going to dive deep into the World Baseball Classic, which Mets are playing across the tournament in the first segment. I will look at Team USA, which is absolutely loaded so much so that Pete Alonso might not even start. We'll get into that a little bit. Then in the second segment, what other Mets are playing for the teams around the world. Then we'll close the show with which key Mets decided not to participate in the WBC. Before we get to any of that, though, I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on Twitter, at FicklesteinRyan. You can also find some of my writing at JustBaseball.com, where I work as the managing editor. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment matter more by visiting FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. Now, the World Baseball Classic will kick off next month with the first games right in the middle there. I think this is some exhibition games from the 5th through the 8th and then the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. That's where the tournament really gets underway. But there will be a lot of Mets playing in the World Baseball Classic. And I know for Just Baseball, I actually wrote an article about how loaded Team USA is, and they got four Mets on the roster. So I wanted to start there. A lot of us would probably be rooting for Team USA, you would figure. They are the reigning champs going back to 2017, the last time we had a tournament. And can we just go over how gaudy this roster is? I mean, let's just look at the starting nine. I put together my own over at Just Baseball. I thought... Let's just you know round out this list, and I included Pete Alonso, but you could make an argument that he might not start, and I'll tell you why. They got the reigning MVP from the National League, Paul Goldschmidt, at first base. The starting lineup I put together, you got Trey Turner at short, Mookie Betts in right field, Mike Trout in center, Goldschmidt at first base, Pete Alonso at DH, Kyle Tucker left field, Nolan Arenado batting seventh. Let me say that again. Nolan Arenado batting seventh playing third base, JT Romuto at catcher, and then Jeff McNeil rounding out the starting lineup at second base. And I think Jeff McNeil has a better chance to start than Pete because you look at the other infielders that would potentially be coming off the bench. We know Trey Turner's going to start. We know Goldschmidt's going to start. We would figure at least. Arenado's going to start. Then you look at the other guys, right? It's Pete Alonso, it's Jeff McNeil, it's Tim Anderson, and it's Bobby Witt. Now, Bobby Witt, I think, was a nice addition by Team USA to just have 
a super uber athletic dude. It's kind of like a Terrence Gore on this team, but you know, the guy is, was one of the best prospects in baseball coming off a season where you know he had some growing pains, but I think overall the Royals believe he's going to be a very good player that could be an all-star someday who can steal bags, who has some pop, who can play third base, shortstop, second. So a nice fit off the bench for Team USA. Tim Anderson maybe has a longer pedigree, than Jeff McNeil, but are they going to really slide Tim Anderson to second instead of Jeff McNeil, the reigning batting champ? I think McNeil starts on this team. I really do. Whereas Alonzo, he has to compete with Tim Anderson, potentially a DH, but also you go to the outfielders. I believe it'll be Mike Trout, it'll be Mookie Betts, and Kyle Tucker starting, but you got Cedric Mullins and you got Kyle Schwarber. I was actually funny. Uh, I had a comment on the Who's Better, Mets or Phillies podcast I did last week. Uh, from one of you uh, listeners, and it was a Philly fan, I believe it was Bryce Harper in the Avatar, who said it's laughable to call uh, Pete Alonso a better player than Kyle Schwarber. Honestly, looking back on it, I don't even remember the context for which I said Pete was better. I think I was comparing the two starting lineups. I think I was saying that you know Trey Turner, Real Muto, and Harper at their best you know, could be better. Um, then the Mets three, I thought, um, you know, if I, I guess I was saying, you know, Nemo, Lindor, and McNeil, when it came to F4, we put up an 18 F4 last season. I said, you know, the three of them on the Phillies side, all capable of six win seasons. And then I was comparing maybe the other two of the five and I was looking at Pete Alonso and I was looking at Starling Marte, comparing them to Schwarber and Hoskins. I think I just said head and shoulders that Marte and Alonso are better. Uh, but I mean, really Kyle Schwarber better than Pete. I'd be shocked if Kyle Schwarber started over Pete Alonso as the DH. I, I would, honestly. I mean, you also have Will Smith as a backup catcher on this team, one of the best offensive catchers of baseball. So Mark DeRosa, I mean, pick your po- poison. You got a million options you can put out there. and You can ride the hot bat. But Pete Alonso is just a better hitter than Kyle Schwarber. And it's no knock on Schwarber's. Like, the guy had 46 home runs last season. He's a very good home run hitter. And he'll draw his walk, but he also strikes out way more than Pete. Pete got the strikeout rate under 20 last year. I think Schwarber was much closer to 30% of the time. Um, and, I mean, just watch each of them, you know, over a collection of at-bats. I mean, maybe Schwarber can get hotter than Pete Alonso. Maybe I'll give you that. Schwarber can get on a home run tear that will rival what Pete could do. Uh, but Pete Alonso is the more consistent hitter. Pete Alonso is the guy that I'd one up with two outs and a runner on second base by far. Because Schwarber's going to strike out 30% of the time in those spots. Pete is going to shorten up even, strike out even less in those spots, put the ball in play, drive in runs. He led the league in RBIs last year for a reason. I don't know if there's any question about the fact that Pete Alonso is better than Kyle Schwarber. So that's just an aside off of last week's episode because that is just an absolute ludicrous take from a Phillies fan. And speaking of Phillies fans, how are we doing today? If any of you are tuning in to Locked on Mets, how are you feeling Little Super Bowl loss coming off a World Series loss. You get the championship games, but you certainly can't win them. Oh, man. You know, I remember early last season uh, after that comeback where the Mets you know, were down whatever it was, 7-1, and then the miraculous comeback, and I laughed at Philly fans. And then you know, the Phillies got the last laugh because they went to the World Series, but then they lost, and they got no hit in that World Series. And then you think you're going to win a Super Bowl. You're up by double digits at half, and a quarterback with uh, one ankle – um, if that just shreds you, obviously greatest quarterback in the game right now, MVP for a reason, but 
That must not feel good if you're from Philly. Uh, two losses. I really hope your Sixers get to the finals and lose this year so you can set a little bit of, of sports history. Getting back to Team USA, uh, there is a Philly on this roster. There's two of them. Uh, three of them. Wow, Terry Turner. And we'll root for them. Um, but when it comes to the, the pitching side of it, uh, let's see. I don't know if there is any Phillies on this roster. There is some Mets, though. You go at the starting rotation, none to be seen because Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer are staying back. You got Clayton Kershaw, Adam Wainwright, Nestor Cortez, Miles Michaelis, Brady Singer, Lance Lynn, and Merrill Kelly as the starters. Maybe not the most star power there outside of Kershaw. And, of course, a fading star at the end of his career in Wainwright, who still has you know, uh, the, the ability to get anyone out with that great curveball. But uh, you look at the bullpen, and that's where Team USA stands out. And there's two Mets relievers in this pen. You got Jason Adam from Tampa, Daniel Bard from Colorado, David Bednar from Pittsburgh. I honestly couldn't tell you where Kendall Graveman is, is at this point. Uh, Nick Martinez is the designated arm from the Padres. Uh, so that means he can you know fill in wherever they need, I guess. I'm not entirely sure when they get designated, I guess, based on injuries. Um, but then you got Adam Adovino from the Mets and Brooks Raley, Ryan Presley from the Astros, and Devin Williams from the Brewers. So four Mets on this roster. Adovino and Raley will not be around spring training. But I think if your reliever is in this tournament, by all means, pitching in way more high leverage spots than you'd see in spring training. You'd be nervous if some of your starters were contributing and, and being part of Team USA or for any country. Uh, but as far as the Mets are concerned, all the pitchers that they have that are in this this event, it's either relievers, and we'll get to the ones from around the world next here, or it's prospects um, that, you know, Getting some experience in high leverage games, probably not something bad for a guy like Dominic Hamill. So we'll discuss him in just a minute here and the rest of the Mets that are playing in the WBC. Before we get to that, though, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I know personally I got a wedding to prepare for, so I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. And that has led me away from candy bars, away from chips and all those bad snacks and right into the arms of delicious Built Bars because Built Bars... They come covered 100% real chocolate, and there's so many flavors, so I can mix it up week in, week out. One week, maybe I'm eating on some churro built bars. Another week is the peanut butter brown, you know, the coconut and almond. These bars will taste like candy bars while maintaining amazing macros, coming with only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now, you don't got to wait around for a box, because in the past... I tell you to go to built.com and you still can go to built.com to get your mixed box sent directly to you. But if you want to go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, you can head there as well. Uh, go to Walmart today, go to the pharmacy section, grab a four bar box of the cookies and cream, the double chocolate, or the coconut puffs. Or if you're by a Sam's Club, run in, grab a 13 bar box of their brownie batter or the churro. You can thank me later. Go to your local store and buy built bars today. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. 
To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Now let's look around the world and see where else there's some Mets playing in the WBC. We'll start in Venezuela, a good team they got over there, and Eduardo Escobar playing some third base. Omar Narvaez will be catching, and their designated pitcher is Elazar Hernandez. Uh, so that is a depth starter for the Mets, guy that came over in that trade with Jeff Brigham from the Marlins, where the Mets sent Jake Mangum out. Uh, Elizar Hernandez at this point was probably guaranteed to be parked in Syracuse, so it doesn't really affect him much. Escobar Nervaez, you don't really mind when a position player plays in the tournament, so they'll get to go and, and get some run and have fun in, in the WBC, and you aren't too worried about it. And that will free up at bats for Brett Beatty, Mark Vientos over at third base in spring training action, at catcher Francisco Alvarez. Obviously, Tomas Nito still will be around and getting some run, but good to see some maybe other other guys get some opportunities while well, those guys still get game action as well. So I, I'm I'm all for the WBC. I know it's always that's something you get nervous about. You don't want your star players getting hurt on the world stage. But overall, I think for the most part, it's a good thing. So head over to Puerto Rico. You'll find three Mets, two MLB players, one prospect. Edwin Diaz, probably the closer, I would imagine, for Puerto Rico. And Francisco Lindor will be playing some shortstop again. For Puerto Rico, that team was a ton of fun to watch last time around. Some of those guys aren't quite as good this time around. Yadier Molina, now the manager, I believe, no longer playing. Uh, and then you got Javi Baez, I'd imagine, is playing, but not quite the player he was in 2017. I think Correa pulled out of the tournament. Um, so Puerto Rico got a little bit weaker there. But uh, it'll be good to see Lindor get the star and, and show how good he is uh, in that setting. And a lot of these games are in Miami, so uh, personally, if I'm South Florida, I'm going to try to catch some of the WBC. And then the third guy on Puerto Rico, Dominic Hamill. Interesting to see him make a team and for a country that you know has a pretty good amount of talent to pull from. So that is telling you uh, what the Mets might have here in Dominic Hamill. I've spoke about him on many Friday Farm Reports in the past. Uh, last year, got out to high A. I think this year we could see a fair bit of run in double A and a prospect that Really had success in high A last year, and I believe with a nice season, I mean, you know, absolute best outcome, he could find his way to the Mets by the end of the season if they needed an arm, but more likely some real, real depth for the Mets come 2024. Other names, I mean, nothing else that you should really be concerned about. Jose Quintana, uh, I guess, so there is one starter. I, I did misspeak before. Quintana is pitching for Columbia, uh, so I guess that'll give David Peterson maybe a little extra Extra action uh, in in the Grapefruit League, um, and then you got you know some prospects. Can't or you know we'll see how much even these guys are considered prospects or just you know fillers in the Mets system. You got Cam Op, uh, Humberto Mejia for Panama. Cam Op was for Great Britain. Uh, Jonathan Aruas uh, for Panama as well. Claudio Scudi um, for Italy. So that is where the Mets stand when it comes to the WBC. The big big stars. On the USA side with Jeff McNeil and Pete Alonzo over there. Adam Adovino, Brooks Raley. Venezuela, a couple of the Mets starters. And Escobar and Rivaez, And then Puerto Rico, two of the most notable Mets in the tournament. Edwin Diaz and Francisco Lindor. Now, 
we'll talk about the guys that aren't playing. And there's really four that stood out to me that had an opportunity that are staying with the Mets. And for various reasons, some good reasons, some bad reasons, uh, why those guys are not going to be available in the WBC. And we'll dive into all of that in just a minute. First, though, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores to three-pointers dream. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Also, WBC, you want to bet on Team USA, go there, find the odds. Don't miss the chance to also get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment matter more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. All right, so let's close things out with the Mets that could have played in the WBC but aren't. We'll start with the one that's more bad news than good, and that's Starling Marte pulling out. I do like that he's not going out there, but the reason is he's still rehabbing from that core muscle surgery. Got surgery on his abdomen this offseason. Not going to play in the WBC. I'm glad he's not there. Absolutely. But I am wondering, is this an injury that he's rehabbing that could stop him from being available for opening day. Right now, we had no indication of that, and the Mets just wanted to keep him in-house, and rightfully so, to make sure he's right. But it's definitely a story in camp that you got to think about here. If Starling Marte, cores are always concerning injuries. That's why um, it was such an issue last year. So hopefully, get back out there um, without any issue, and uh, you know he can be fine for... For the whole season here. But that's definitely something to monitor. Now, on the good side of things. Kodai Senga could have pitched for Japan. Decided to stay with the Mets. I think that is a show of faith. That he wants to ingratiate himself in the organization. Really establish himself as a big leaguer. And he believes the best place to do that is not pitching for his home country. But being in camp the whole time. Working with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. And Jeremy Hafner. And all the other pitching coaches of course. But being around the veterans. Being around the guys. Um, I think it's good to see Kota Senga. Kota Senga's already in camp, came to camp early before pitchers and catchers have to report 
after Valentine's Day on Wednesday. So uh, for Sanga, good to see him um, not pitching so that he can pitch with the Mets and can get himself ready to play a big role in this rotation this season. Brandon Nimmo, played for Italy last time around, is not this time. Uh, we saw him at camp very early. I think he's taken on a little more leadership with that big contract, and uh, he will be around all spring training to help those young guys out um, and to get himself ready to once again be the leadoff man and starting center fielder for the New York Mets. Last guy that is very interesting that he did not play is Mark Vientos. Had an opportunity to play for Nicaragua for a guy like Mark Vientos, who, you know, is still trying to establish himself to be able to go and play in such a cool tournament and, and represent yourself and and, and you know, some of your lineage and, and go out and show out. I'm sure that was attractive to him, but maybe more important to try to win a job in camp. So uh, I think for him, probably a smart move to pull out of the tournament to try to get as many at-bats as possible. As we said, Eduardo Escobar will not be with the Mets come World Baseball Classic time. And so that should allow for more playing time for Vientos, particularly at third base. Who knows? Maybe he has worked on that glove all offseason and is a passable defensive third baseman. And maybe he has a better chance to make the roster than we're giving him credit. I will say, of the Mets' three prospects, as much as I have really circled Brett Beatty, I've highlighted his name, I've started, I think Brett Beatty by May, June, could be the starting third baseman of the Mets, maybe should be. Maybe from the offset, that's how high I am on Brett Beatty. We cannot forget that the guy that has gone to each stop for a lengthy period of time and has had a natural progression through the Mets farm system and has shown at every stop that he can hit is Mark Vientos. He's got pop that you know few prospects can dream of. He has the type of game power where he can hit a home run where you don't even think it's going out and it leaves the yard he is legit in that department. The fit on this roster is a little bit suspect, but if he's competing with Darren Ruff uh, for a roster spot, you cannot count Mark Vientos out. And who knows? I mean, he's a guy that everything breaks right. He's hitting the cover off the ball. I mean, he might even take Daniel Vogelback's job and be the full-time DH for the Mets at some point this season. That's how good he can be. So you like to see a guy like that who could have maybe taken a more of a me move as far as trying to establish his own name for even other teams into the future of his career, who's looking more at the Mets and trying to be a contributor this year, being part of this ball club for the entirety of spring training. So, again, Marte, Sanga, Nemo, Vientos out. Around the world, you got uh, Nervaez, you got Elizar Hernandez, Eduardo Escobar, Edwin Diaz, Francisco Lindor, and Dominic Hamill as the most notable names, as well as Jose Quintana. And then on the USA side, McNeil, Alonzo, Rayleigh, Adovino. Make sure you're checking out the World Baseball Classic. Also, if you're looking for some other WBC content, I wrote an article, as I already mentioned, about Team USA. Over at JustBaseball.com, we will be rolling out roster previews uh, that are pretty in-depth on every single team right now. We have USA and Canada up. I believe Venezuela is in the works, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure you'll see Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, all the different teams We'll have live at the site at some point over the next couple weeks here. And then I will be writing my own power rankings of the WBC teams. And you got to look at the Dominican Republic and Team USA as the two atop. I'm not sure who's one, who's two. I'll have to really dive a little bit deeper uh, as we get to that point in the offseason or get to that point before the tournament. But as always, 
Thank you for listening. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Finkelstein Ryan. Follow the show at Locked On Mets. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by Lindsey Crosby. Locked On MLB Prospects is where you want to go to learn about the stars of tomorrow. Follow Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.